0: Hi again, it's the fifth episode of Queering with God podcast, and we continue with our interview with Mercury on loving God and people as a transgender man. I am Kosim Lambo, your host. I am queer and a Christian. Mercury speaks deeply about mental health and depression for himself and queer people. I had many aha moments as Mercury explained his experience with depression. The work I do is often triggering for me just like this episode when we recorded it. The following day I was going to a therapist and how I was triggered became the main discussion of our session with my therapist. I am sometimes triggered because I'm still healing from religious trauma and all the way it affected me. However, I'm glad some of these things came up and I had a psychologist for offloading. We also know that mental issues have increased since COVID-19 happened this trajectory is highly documented in this episode mercury speaks about things that work for him during his depression season i want to mention that we are not therapists as a result we're not prescribing any ways of dealing with depression or similar mental health conditions instead mercury narrates what worked for him so please consult your medical profession to know what could work for you if you are struggling with your mental health Also, if you ever need assistance with mental issues, please don't hesitate to contact the South African Depression and Anxiety Group. For a suicidal emergency, contact them at 0800-567-567. I repeat, 0800-567-567. A 24-hour helpline at 0800-456-789. It's simple, 0800-456-789. These are South African numbers. Or visit their website at www.sadag.org, www.sadag.org. Last, we also spoke about Doma Literacy Foundation and the Siafundi Sanapu Club. These are projects that Mercury is running and will appreciate your support towards them. I hope you will enjoy the second part of the interview. And one of the things that you have very intentional about, which you have mentioned in passing, is, is mental health
1: i mean
0: uh, uh this month we're recording in october and october has it's been, been mental health, yes, mental yes. health month. and so many uh organizations have been posting about it but mm. i mean you you are very intentional about mental health and i've yeah. learned so much <laughs> what inspired you to come to that place and and mm. also Sharing that to to people.
1: Uh, mental health is is something that we all have. Hmm. It's just that it's disguised by our personalities. Sure. unfortunately, hmm. I when my mother died in I think it was in twenty thirteen or twenty fourteen. Okay. I was during my my third year in the university hmm. at that time. And when she died, I, she died with everything that I believed in. So. because my mom was a clue to everything that was mm. happening to me. So. so when she died, I suddenly felt empty. Mm. That's what loss does. So, yeah. Loss makes you feel helpless. Mm. It makes you feel frustrated. Yeah. It makes you feel so much sadness. Mm. And when she was buried, I had to go back to the university sure. and I did, mm. but I was just sad.
0: Yeah,
1: I was really, really just mm. sad mm. and there was nothing that could get me out of the sadness. Sure. So as time went by, the sadness started getting more and more mm. in a sense that I didn't want to wake up,
0: sure.
1: um, didn't want to go for lectures, mm. I missed test i missed mm. assignments i literally just wanted to nurture my sadness mm. that's how yeah, it yeah. was mm. and it got to a point where i went to a psychologist mm. um bless bless her soul Miss, yeah. um, mrs friedman love mm. that woman she will tell me that what's wrong i'm like i don't know i'm just sad mm. So she made me realize that I was actually going through depression. And I had no idea that I was depressed. Mm. So knowing that I was depressed didn't help either. Because I was still depressed. (laughs) (laughs) I was still depressed. And to make it worse, I was in denial. Mm. So my my process now of this depression phase... Um, made me lose a lot in my life sure. from from the point when my mother died up until 2020. Sure. Mm. So you can count how many wow. years of being depressed. Yeah. Mm. Um, so when you have lived with depression mm. that much, where you go in, you're yeah. out, you go, mm. in, you're out mm. you go in, you're out, you go in, you out. I started saying, you know what? Mm. We need to find a way to coexist now because i can't be going to you all the time Mm. i also have other things in my life so i started wanting to know more about the mind that's how that's how i got interested because i was fascinated by the fact that a person can go through one emotion Mm. for such a long time and going through this one emotion everything around them can fall apart and they really do not care Mm. how is that possible and then i started understanding concepts of affirmations Mm. that you need to speak positive things to yourself it didn't make sense again and then i'm currently listening to to mel robinson's mel robinson speaks a lot about reconditioning the mind there are people like dandapani who who speak about concentration focus and then there's someone called saint guru Mm. who speaks a lot about these type of phases, depression, anxiety, and all of yeah. that. How do they happen? Mm. And the reason for that, then there's someone called Joe. Mm. Guys, I'm literally giving yeah. you, like, <laughs> yeah, the so people you sources. should look yeah. at. <laughs> um, there's one that called Joe Dispenza. Joe Dispenza, look at the concepts of belief mm. and intention and the mind. Yeah. So I was trying to get all of this, mm. but I was still depressed. Yeah. Okay. Now I know that I'm depressed. Yeah. So how do I move away from my depression? Mm. I first had to understand the reality that I was in. Mm. I was depressed. Yeah. And then I needed to do something around my depression. Yeah. So one of the first things I did was to understand my depression. Mm. You need to understand your worst enemy first in order for you to be able to Mm. address. Yeah. And the mind is that Mm. your mind can be your biggest Mm. enemy. Yeah oh your greatest best friend yeah so i needed to change how my mind mm. looks now so one of the first things i did was to pay attention to sure. go back to intention yeah. pay attention to how i was thinking pay attention to how when you post something i feel about it mm. pay attention to when do i sleep mm. how do i sleep yeah how long do i sleep mm. what time do i wake up in the morning sure what am I doing with my life? Am mm. I being productive? Why wh- why, am I sleeping with the curtains closed all day yeah. and I'm not bathing mm. and, and I'm not being useful sure. because depression makes you, makes you less of a human. Mm. It makes you feel useless. Yeah. So the one of the best ways to start moving away from depression is to be useful. Yeah. Being useful, clean your room, sure. useful mm. thing, clean yeah, your room, yeah. take a walk. Hmm. You're being useful. Yeah, Take yeah. a walk, clean your room. Yeah. And then you can now start thinking about other things. Like, let me go out with my friends. Yeah. Start speaking to someone else about mm. what you're going through. Yeah. They tell you how you can do it. Or mm. they refer you to a, a psychologist yeah. or a therapist. Mm. And then there was a point where my, my psychologist in your case had asked me, do you want to be booked in a mental institution where you can stay mm. there for a few days i was like no mm. i was so, like yeah. <laughs> nah. Mm. because i was afraid of the stigma attached yeah, to sure. it yeah, yeah. so i said no and that's how i got to learn about the mind so, yeah. because what i was going through i didn't give it to someone else to yeah. fix me so. i wanted to fix yeah. myself mm. because I don't know where did I get that strength from because I was very helpless at that Mm. point. But that's where I've got the strength to beat my depression Mm. because I wanted to know more about the mind, Mm. depression, anxiety, all of these things, triggers. How Mm. do you find, how do you find it? How do you make sure you don't have them? Mm. So I started doing that and the easier I started being Mm. and the more happier I started being. Mm. And then I started writing again, I started, going to my friends i started sure. being productive Yeah. um i registered at unisa again because mm. i dropped out in UK. Yeah. and eventually i dropped out because mm. i was like why yeah. am i doing here sure. this is not making sense and then registered at unisa um after 2 or 3 years yeah. after depression and then so here's the thing about depression depression doesn't go away that's why you need to coexist with sure, it yeah. up until you're able to make it not prolong your sadness sure, yeah. because even when you're trying to fight depression there's going to be moments when you feel defeated mm. and within those moments you need to be kind to yourself and say okay sure yeah. i'll rest but i'll get mm. up and do this yeah so depression wants you to win so that it can go away
0: yeah
1: winning doesn't mean that you're doing something amazing yeah, yeah, yeah. winning could be waking up in the morning mm. and taking a walk cleaning your room yeah. Doing all of these regular Mm. things. And then having a purpose. Depression needs you to have a purpose. Have something that Mm. you're going to be living Mm. for. You might not know it's in the moment. But with time, it comes to you. Mm. So that's how the foundation ended up being here now. Mm. Because I knew I was smart. It's just that I dropped out at varsity. Mm. So now I needed to re-channel myself to actually face my fear of going back because at some point mm. i thought maybe i thought maybe i was dumb now sure. because of the depression yeah, yeah. and all of the sadness emotions yeah. i was going through i thought i couldn't do it sure. so yeah. when the foundation started and the children were doing well the parents were mm. happy suddenly i was feeling good yeah, about yeah. myself mm. and then Even when horrible things happened, I had other people that I could talk to. I had kids. Mm. So depression needs you to have people you can linger on so that you can start now restarting your life. Because once you're depressed, you need to move around it in a way that you are very conscious and Mm. very intentional with yourself and And your mind. Yeah. And then we're here now. and. Yeah. it's funny how when i started this i thought it was just going to be me knowing how to fix or knowing how to work around my depression and all of those things but i ended up not taking any pills i refused Hmm. i refused to take the medication i refused to go to the to the hospital yeah mental institution and then now i started saying let's see how my mind can do Mm. you see how far can my mind go Because I'm, I'm able to control certain emotions. Now mm. I want to experience certain things, yeah. for instance, I run a foundation. I'm doing a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, So how do I make sure that even as I am in this podcast, mm. I'm fully yeah, present yeah. in this podcast, I know I might have a meeting in an hour, yeah. but here yeah, yeah. not thinking about the meeting mm. i'm about to have i'm not thinking about my phone is about to ring i'm sure. not distracted yeah. i'm fully present mm. so that's where all these people i was mentioning comes yeah. from mm. those people have taught me about yeah. their mind mm. how to make the most out of your mind mm. when you focus when you concentrate when mm-hmm. you meditate when you pay attention mm you're able to get the most out of your life because we can be having a conversation with you, but you're on your phone. So, yeah. so I'm not listening to you yeah. or you're not listening to me. That's why when you go to certain events, that's hey guys. I have no yeah. phones, no cell yeah, phones yeah. because you're there, but mm. you're not present. Yeah. So for me, currently in my life, I'm doing something where I'm looking at energy, yeah. spirituality, mm and the mind (laughs) (laughs) so now when i do things i infuse all of Mm -hmm. those components yeah and that's why it's easy for me to to say i'll be there just before half past 11 and i have no idea Mm. my intention is to be there by half past 11 Mm. but now it's 11 o'clock and Mm. the taxis are not coming and then it's quarter past So what do I do? Do mm. I panic? No. Mm. Don't panic. Yeah. Control your emotions. Mm. Be in the moment. Yeah. It all go back to what we used to know as kids growing up. Sure. We were told that wise people, are the people who are able to control mm. their emotions. Yeah. The wise men that you know and all of these people, mm. they're called wise because they understand themselves. Yeah. So I've looked into, I'm tapping into myself, I'm getting to understand who I am. I'm looking at my mind, I'm being intentional. I go to the mountains, Hmm. go to nature, channel my energy. Energy channeling is essentially meaning that you spend time with yourself alone. You write down what you want Hmm. to achieve for the week. I do it every week. What do you want to achieve for the week? And then carry that with you every day. Hmm. Remind yourself, even the music you play, even the things you're looking Hmm. at, Even your social media has to have things that are going to remind you that, of what you said, the intentions that you have said. Then you channel your emotions. Channeled emotions, channeled prayer. Mm. Channeled prayer, channeled praising. Mm. Channeled praising, it's easier for you to start knowing how to move and how to ask. Then it becomes easier for you to play in the new dimension. Mm. And I'm currently in the new dimension where now... I'm able to do work that used to take me five hours. I'm doing it in two hours. So, I'm yeah. able to to write things that used to take me two hours, 30 minutes mm-hmm. now because I'm focused. Yeah. I don't think of anything else besides that yeah. thing when I'm in that moment. Mm. Currently, my life needs me to do that. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I'm currently looking at my mind mm. all the time. How do we exercise the mind? How do I eat? Even the things I eat, mm. I make sure I feed my mind. Yeah. My mind works, so yeah. I feed my mind. Mm. So it's things like that. Yeah,
0: there's so much back there. I mean, I I, I, I think what you mentioned about depression, it's, I think it's very crucial because um, there are times when also it's been very hard for me to mm. get up. And sometimes I I would think that, you know, I'd go see you just wake up and go and make up tea.
1: Yes, <laughs> that's your victory for the day. Yes. Just making
0: make- tea and waking up in the morning just, just changes so many things. Uh-huh. I'm like, wow, I've made this tea. And I'm enjoying it and I love it. That Keep that yet. momentum
1: now. <laughs> Every time you feel like that when you have made the tea, yeah. don't go back to so, the room. Mm, Take the tea, go outside. Yeah, Go outside, mm, yeah. Go outside mm. and play your favorite music yeah. mm, and drink the tea. Yeah. You will see. Mm. You will start thinking of doing yeah. something else so, after you have drank the tea yeah. because suddenly you have interrupted mm. the sadness so, yeah. emotion. Because mm. you've interrupted the sadness emotion. Now your feelings are like... Oh, yeah. wow. Hmm. We're here now. Yeah. Because remember, you are what you think. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So when you get up and you've made your tea, yeah. say, aha, mm. got yeah. you there. Yeah. Let's move. So, yes.
0: And I also love what you what you mentioned about speaking positive things mm-hmm. about your life. Because a few years ago, I would just laugh at that idea. <laughs> <laughs> and me, like, too, me too. And like, <laughs> what? Like, that's not something that's important. But mm. just... I think last year I was working with children and I got to learn about, I can't remember the term, but it's neuro something that there are always neural connections in your brain and in your mind. And if you have been talking negative things about yourself, there are things that are forming your mind that actually Mm -hmm. tell you that you are a bad person, you are this, you are that, that. that. And then if you start to speak positive things, your, your neural what connections they actually change
1: of course <laughs> of course so so the mind is a uh, mind is very fascinating hmm. i'm fascinated by the mind I'm always fascinated sure. by the mind because what you tell the mind it will do it yeah for instance if um I'll make an example for hmm. you um so this week we're planning um a school visit with some of the the students from the DUT yeah. that we're working with um in the foundation mm. under the community engagement project. Yeah. So one of the concerns that the students have is it's expensive to okay. go to that other school. Mm-hmm. And then I had to figure out what's mm. next.
0: Sure.
1: So in my mind, my mind is saying mm. figure it out, figure mm. it out, yeah. figure it out. Mm. When it tells me to figure it out, it's also going to give me solutions of Mm. how to figure it out. That's why I'll text someone and say, um, do you guys know this or do you guys have an opening somewhere? Mm. That's why I'll have to start thinking of all the teachers or someone that are in the schooling system Mm. that can help me. And today we have a a school that we're going Mm. to. Because my mind has Mm. been telling me that, find the person, speak to this person. Mm to speak to that person. Yeah. If this one doesn't work, mm-hmm. move on. So, when you program your mind or when you recondition your mind, so. what people do not understand about reconditioning the mind is bad things are going to happen. So. Hmm. No, Pela, you, you yeah. can't expect yeah. good things to happen all the time. <laughs> like Like it doesn't yeah. life doesn't work mm. like that. Life is unfair to all of us. Mm. But now when you have a reprogrammed mind, mm. when bad things happen to you, it's okay. Yeah. You're able to just move on, mm. go. Yeah. You see, in the morning I took bolts and mm. bolts were so expensive so, yeah. that in my mind I was like, mm. Do I really need to take yeah. bolts? Mm. But my mind was like, Yes, you do mm. because you need to be there by the time. Yeah. So, I had to take bolts because Mm. I've told my mind that I need to be there by that time. Coming here again, Mm. I was like, I need to be there by half past. It did the same thing. Mm. You see, for the next appointment, my mind is already telling Mm. me how we're going to do it. So, you need to control your mind. Mm. Don't Mm. let your mind control you. So, in order for you to start understanding those things, which I'm still understanding myself is, There's a certain way you address yourself. Yeah. There's a certain way you speak to yourself. Mm. There are certain things that you do to yourself and to your mind. Yeah. For instance, if you have gone through an ugly breakup, mm. you do not cry and then go to the next relationship again. Mm. Spend time with yourself. Yeah. Learning your mind always goes back to being intentional mm. and wanting to know more about so, the mind. Yeah. Because... Once you know more about it, you'll fall in love with it. And I've fallen in love with my mind that used to be a depressive figure Hmm. into being an aggressive, ambitious Hmm. figure. Sure.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. uh, um, Just lastly, Hmm. on this aspect of mental health, we know that queer people go through difficult times in their lives. There are queer people who do not go through the kind of difficulty that others go through but they are very minor Mm -hmm. Uh, but most of us go through difficult times when we are growing up or when we have grown up and I was talking to a friend recently and saying that all those things contribute to the kind of mental health issues that we face I mean you've already mentioned some of the practical things Mm. that people can Can do. do do you have anything more to say about that aspect of queer people facing Uh, mental health issues Mm. and how we can start to address it it. ourselves. Yeah,
1: Speak to someone. Mm. That's that's the first thing. Mm. Don't be ashamed. If you feel like the person you have told is not helping you out, Mm. reach out to the social media now, Mm. you can literally access anything on social media. Mm. Um, If that doesn't help find spaces like here in the library, Mm, where you can do something that you like and then be in conversation with other people. Mm. There are organizations like Tingo Network. You can go there. Mm. It's safe. It's a safe space. Mm. You know that if you go there, then there are people that are going to listen to you. Mm. Because when you're going through some mental health issues, the worst thing that people don't give you is time. One, so. they don't give you their time. Two, mm. so they don't listen to you. Mm. No, they listen to you. Yeah. But they're already listening <laughs> with the intention of giving you solutions, which is really Very like, true. how? Yeah, I was still offloading. Mm. Why are you still in this yeah. moment, mm. away? So, um And another thing is, spend time with your mind, mm. trying to figure out what is causing mm. your mental health issue. Yeah. For instance, you might have social anxiety. Yeah. What causes social anxiety? Hmm. What makes you feel like that every time yeah. you get out? Are you scared of the people? Why hmm. are you scared? Hmm. Speak to yourself. Why, hmm. why am I scared of people? Yeah. Why can't I post something without looking at it for five minutes hmm. first?
0: So.
1: Why do I take a picture and overanalyze it yeah. before I put it? Hmm. Why do I check how many likes did I get mm. after I posted the picture? Why do you do that? Mm. Why are you trying to affirm yourself when there is no need for you to mm. be affirmed in those spaces? So yeah. Also, a lot of our mental health issues as queer people have been inflicted on us through influence. Yeah. Because, unfortunately, we have a perception of thinking that life should go my way. Mm. And if things don't go my way, then there's something wrong. Um, And then you start internalizing Mm. and we need to be comfortable with defeat. Mm. (laughs) You need to be you need Mm. to be okay with loss Mm. and say it's okay. Yeah, because much of everything that happens starts on social media. You might be going through a defeat. Maybe you didn't get the interview. You yeah. didn't get the job. Mm. And then you come back to Twitter and someone posts and say, mm. I got a job. Mm. It triggers you. <laughs> you're triggered already like LinkedIn. Like <laughs> triggered already. So it's things like that's where you need to be mindful of how mm. you do things when you're not OK. Yeah. For instance, I'll advise people to stay away from social media Mm. when they're depressed, when they are going through anxiety, Mm. when they're going through whatever, just take a few hours off Mm. because you're going to bump to the thing that's bumped into the very same thing you're trying to run away from, you know, maybe your mom passed away. You'll Mm. see, you'll see a picture of someone with their mom and saying they're the best mom in the world. And then you go back to the feeling again Mm. and then. It goes on and on and on because one of the biggest way for us to start moving away from mental health is us understanding our minds, understanding our triggers, understanding what makes you question certain things. For instance, I structure my life (laughs) because I hate anxiety. Hmm. Um, If I have anxiety over something I can't function, my brain just frees and... I don't know what to do. Yeah. I, w- I could be having a podcast with you, but if I'm going through anxiety, mm. it will freeze. Sure. So I structure my life. I have a very busy life. Yeah. So which means that I need to put time, place, mm. dates
0: yeah.
1: on certain things. Mm. I need to be very punctual with people. Yeah. If I'm running late, tell them. Yeah. Because you'll be going in the taxi thinking, yeah. Oh my God, I'm so late. I'm, yeah. so late. I'm, so late. Mm. I'm so late. I need to make it. I need to make it. Simple thing. Tell them yep. that you're going to be late. Mm. If it's not working out, speak mm. to people. Don't shine away because yeah. even that shining away, there's an element into yeah. it that makes you shine away. Mm. So mental health issues wants us to pay attention mm. to how we feel yeah. and how we think. Mm.
0: That's wonderful. I mean, I love what you're saying about just the use of social media. I think there was a day where I was starting to feel that whenever I go to Instagram, there's always just things that are going to make me sad, whether it's someone speaking about anxiety issues or Uh something that is happening in the world. and. And the effect that will leave me with. I mean, those are your three. I think even Twitter. I, I usually say to myself that one of the days when Twitter is much better is on Sunday, because yes, <laughs> very
1: much Sundays, <laughs> unless there is no foul of someone yeah, being brought up. Yeah,
0: because there was a time even when after the Queen of England passed away, mm. and people were speaking about Megan like. Mm. at some point I had to say to myself oh, I'm never going to open this trend uh, because yes. of just how much things were going on there and so much hate and and the effect that will leave me and even now I I've started to say okay gosie don't don't touch your social media until eight
1: o'clock yes please <coughs> um, the the first 10 minutes of the morning sure. are very mm. important. The 10 minutes of your day, when you wake up, it's the time for you to reflect sure. on yourself. Mm. Understand how you're feeling. Yeah. Like, meditate if you mm. meditate. Go for a walk if yeah. you want to go for a walk. Mm. Be in tune with yourself. Mm. Understand that if you want to do something for the day, you have it planned out. Sure. Take a bath. As mm. you're bathing, you're yeah. already thinking, mm. oh, you've already thought how you're going to do it. Mm. Try not to be disturbed. Hmm. Try not to be interrupted. People are easily interrupted because people, they go through their social media the first thing Hmm. in the morning because they want to feel like they belong.
0: Hmm. we connected. (laughs) Exactly. That's
1: why you wake up and you're like, oh, wow. And you post a status and Hmm. then one person likes it and you're like, aha, suddenly Hmm. you feel better. Yeah. And you haven't addressed those emotions. Mm. And then those emotions will come back to you during the day. Mm. That's the
0: problem. Mm. So, I mean, we've spoken about loving God and loving self. So now, I want us to speak about loving people. Um, I love the phrase that you always use. I pour into your cup. pour into into my my cup. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Let's pour, guys. Let's pour in each other's cup.
0: And I've experienced that so much. Mm. Um, Luckily you're not just pouring in my life, you're pouring in other people. Yes. And I'm fascinated the fact that you started Duma Literacy Foundation in 2020 during COVID. That <laughs> 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 so tell us more about oh that uh, project and CF Foundation Reading Club. And and yeah, how are you pouring into to other people p- through that?
1: Okay. Sometimes I sit down yeah. and I look at how there's things come about. And I'm also surprised like you are, but I started the foundation because kids were not doing anything Hmm. during COVID, we all forgot about kids. Wow. We all forgot about Mm. the children. Yeah. No one was worried about the kids. We are worried about COVID. Yeah. Yeah. And kids were not going to school. Mm. Kids were just sitting around and not doing anything. Schools were closed. Yeah. I remember in the 21 days of lockdown, I was in my other home. Yeah. The, the next two weeks before we went to the next, um, yeah. before we went to level four, mm. kids were still just roaming around mm. the streets. And then I started with the older people. Though. Okay. I gave some people books. I was mm. like, do you want a book? Like, yeah. do you want to read something? Like mm. we are sitting at home, yeah. we're not doing anything mm. to like a book. Mm. And then a few people started saying, yes. Okay. Then I'll yeah. go and give them the books mm. and then I'll feel good cuz I wanted to feel good. Sure, yeah. I wanted to do something productive. Yeah. Cuz covid was literally the only thing mm. that was happening. I mean, I didn't watch the news. Sure. I muted everyone that spoke about covid. Mm. I didn't listen to the radio. Yeah. I was literally in my Mm. own world, but I knew the reality Mm. that we're in. But I didn't want people to consciously Mm. or over time tell me Mm. how many people have died. Mm. This is what is happening. Because that also drove a lot of people into depression Mm. and anxiety. So that's that's how the foundation started. And then when the schools finally opened, I was like, hmm, interesting. What do we do now? I was like, let's get the kids to read Mm. because... For sure kids cannot read. Yeah. For sure kids cannot write. Mm. So because you like mm. they've forgotten mm. the whole concept sure. yeah. and there's no fun around mm. anything now. Yeah. So what we have done in the Literacy Foundation is that we have brought back the excitement of learning. Sure. I'm always saying that we make learning fun mm. because our programs are structured in a way that they enable the child to be there in their best abilities. For instance, we have children that could not read, Mm. but now they are reading. And here's the thing, working with the kids, I've had to understand a child's Mm -hmm. mind first, in order for me, and the rest of the teams to have programs because you have programs like the reading and the writing. Yeah, yeah. We have the maths club. Mm. We have different type of programs and we currently have the skills development program. Sure. The reason why we have the skills development program is that already in our heads, we are thinking kids are moving to the next grade. Yeah. So we need to start giving them the skills for mm. the next Great. grade. Yep. <laughs> so mm. it makes sense yeah, because now we're preparing them for that. Mm. We go to kids homes. Sure. We, we don't have offices. Yeah. And that's one of our biggest advantages. Mm. Yeah, yeah. We don't have offices, mm. we go to you, we yeah. go to the kids, we we network, we, mm. we become yeah, yeah. family mm. Nazi with True. them. That's why it's easy for the kids and us to work because mm. we work in an environment where children are comfortable yeah. in. Mm. That's why when we finally have our offices and our office mm. space, the space needs to be inviting, yeah. it needs to be very comfortable for the kids. True, yeah. That's why also, when the kids start attending they they will not have to come that day when they will have to attend they'll have to come the previous day Mm. get to know the space be familiar with the space because kids works well when they feel safe Mm. when they are able to have someone that they can speak to because with the children we end up having relationships Mm. with the family and the children in yeah. a sense that during December sometimes we're invited for Christmas parties. Sure, yeah. If there's a wedding, if or a ceremony, we also they. Yeah. If there's a funeral, so the kid's grandmother died, yeah, yeah. so we're there also at the funeral. Mm. So that comes to a point of pouring to other people's sure, cups. Yeah. And there are times when parents cannot pay us on time mm. and it's okay. Yeah. Because we're human. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because now we we do something called relationship mm. we create relationships with the parents so. even right now when i when we finished this podcast i'm going to one of the kids school with yeah. the parent mm. just to hear what more can we do so. um, and then there are people like yourself mm. which we have in the book club and one of the concepts that i uphold is that i want to know go see yeah i don't want to know the person that I've been presented mm. to is go see, I really want to know you. And I allow people to tell me who they are yeah, because yeah. I listen to what people say. And yeah. then with that, we try to move around that. Mm. I'll make an example for you. There's a DJ, mm-hmm. friend of mine. We're not that close. Mm. But last year, I don't know what came over my head. Yeah. I was like, let me write you a bio. Then I wrote the bio. Then I sent it back to yeah. her and my friend has been doing gigs through my bio sure, and wow. we're just having this conversation <laughs> like you are flourishing mm, with the yeah, bio that yeah. we just created mm. and then she came back mm. um because she's going to be DJing in some sapc mm-hmm. things so she needs a buyer to be well yeah she came back to me and said make how much do you charge for buyer yeah. like, why are you asking it's mm. like how much and then i told her, and she said i want you to do my buyer again i would sure. like you to update my buyer yeah. but this time around i'm going to pay
0: Sure. you well. see
1: exactly hmm. i poured into her cup hmm. now yeah, she's, she's pouring into pay. my cup yeah because hmm. of the relationship we have hmm. and the energy we have and i always try to look at the best of each individual unless not everyone is like that hmm. but when we human first, yeah. when we have the human instincts, mm. it becomes easier to face challenges and problems like depression and everything. Mm. Those things become easier when you keep pouring at each other's yeah. cups. Mm. Yes.
0: Yeah, You just reminded me of the situation children went through when they were not going to school. <laughs> yeah. Like for some, there's still a huge gap. Yes. That was created because of COVID. And I totally forgotten about that. Yeah. And also just thinking that the literacy um, level or quality sure. in South Africa, is, it's so low.
1: It's horrible. It's it's horrible. Yeah. And I think I've run around with books so much that sure. it's finally making sense to hmm.
0: people. Yeah,
1: Literacy is something that we are told to do. We are told Mm. to read and write when we are young. But that only stops when you stop going to school. Mm. Or that stops after school. Yeah. After school is after school, apparently. Mm. That's Mm. what people say. Mm. Even us, our generation, Mm. we are not actively reading. We are not actively engaging Mm. in conversations that have to do with literacy. So the little ones that look over us, mm. they look at us and they say, but now, phone, yeah. you're always on your phone. Mm. Why should I study, yeah, yeah. you know? Mm. And at home, there's, there's my little cousin who's doing grade eight. Mm. I can't have sessions with him all the time. Yeah. So what he does now is that he's studying for himself. Mm. What I do is that I come and check his work yeah. because those are some of the principles we give in kids. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to help your child with homework all the time. Yeah. I want your child to be able to do Mm. the homework for themselves. That's why we emphasize on Mm. learning skills because once the child learns how to read, Mm. they can be able to read a question. If they have problem solving skills, they can be able to Mm. solve a math problem. If they have a reasoning capacity, Mm. they can be able to reason over the questions Mm. that might be asked in that question paper. Mm. So as much as we need to encourage reading 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 mm. but we should also encourage the principles or the aspects yeah. that will make learning easier for mm. the children for instance we're giving out worksheets now yeah. part of giving out worksheets and workbooks is so that children's minds are actively yeah. participating and they are actively mm. engaging on school work mm. even though they are not in a class yeah yeah
0: that's wonderful and not just being in a mm. flight mode or whatever flight mode. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, lastly then I mean so much is also happening about transgender people in the world both what is good and also what is discouraging I mean mm. one of the good things is that Max uh, a German delegate will be participating in Mr Gay World for the first Amazing. time Amazing. and uh, for a transgender person to participate in that competition but they're also discouraging things mm. i mean first battles going on in the usa about gender affirming care and uh, medical care mm-hmm. and also in africa sure. transgender people are being attacked in uganda i mean here in south africa last year we we had kulega nikomazi which the case is still going on here mm. in peter what would you like to see happening in the community at large. Even within the the queer community, because earlier we spoke about how even the queer community sometimes doesn't make space Mm -hmm. uh, for different uh, identities. And I think that's part of the things, you correct me if I'm mm -hmm. wrong, part of the things that transgender people go through is that queer community has not made space.
1: Like, (laughs) you guys don't want us in... Um <laughs> <laughs> so
0: what would you like to see I mean happening, happening. yeah
1: I said this in an interview mm. I had the other time. It makes me sad that I need to keep saying this. So, yeah. <laughs> because uh we all need to understand, especially I'll speak about hmm. our people, the yeah. queer community. We need to understand that no one is at war with anyone, hmm. any one of us. Yeah. First of all. And we all belong to the same person. Sure. So. the reason why we're queer, mm. we belong. We have created a space where yeah. we all belong into. Mm. So if that space is toxic, then where can we run to because mm. the space is toxic. Currently yeah. it's, it's, it's very toxic. So. I'm not in queer spaces mm. myself yeah. because of how mm. toxic those spaces are. Yeah. So one of the ways in which I always look into this is I, I have a dream, like Martin Luther King, mm. <laughs> I have a dream where, where queer people are able to be themselves. Mm. I was having a conversation with someone during another interview where I was asked about my transitioning.
0: Sure.
1: And one of my answers was, I don't even know if I'm still going to transition. Mm. Reason being looking at how our health system looks like. Sure, yeah. It's not inclusive. Mm. It doesn't care about transgender people. Sure. It doesn't care how much noise we make. Mm. They are just like, we're giving you this. If you're not satisfied with this, then Mm. go look for yourself. And a lot of trans people haven't been receiving their hormonal mm. therapy treatment. Sure. Yeah. Because apparently they are running out of stock or something mm. like that. And that has made some trans men sure. and some trans women re transition or oh, so, I don't even know what is the thing called. But they now we their have trans women that are having their periods. Mm trans men that are having beard hmm. yeah and you have to face the people with all of that sure. and you said when are you all of this hmm. so transitioning is a very delicate process sure. that i feel even us as trans men and hmm. trans women before we start the journey hmm. we need to be 100 hmm. percent. Comfortable with anything that is going to come as we transition, yeah, because people are not ready to transition, Mm. but they feel like they are ready to transition. Mm. I think also there's not enough talks about this the impact of transitioning mm. on one's life, yeah, how can you go from getting a job to Mm. not getting a job because Mm. suddenly. You have a beard, mm. but your ID says yeah. female mm. and you have a broad voice, mm. but you're mm. female sure. and re rechanging your identity, your gender identity from home affairs is also a huge process mm. that takes a long time again. Yeah. So what happens to me during yeah, the period, how yeah. am I going to get the job? Mm. Like they're going to look mm-hmm. at me as a fraud mm. Then now I need to get to the interview even before I. They ask me the interview questions. I need to explain to them Mm. that I'm going through the process Mm. of transitioning on itself. That shouldn't happen. So with what is happening with the killings and discrimination, Mm. it goes back to the leadership, the people that lead us. Mm. If our leaders are not pro queer, they will keep killing us because our leaders are silent. Mm they do not care yeah. they don't really care about mm. a queer body you see that by how many african states have mm. actually criminalized yep. homosexuality you mm. looked at i recently went to kenya mm. and one of the conversations i've had with you also yeah. was how are you gonna dress when yeah. you <laughs> homosexuality in kenya is yeah it's still mm. yeah. you know decriminalized still, still criminalized mm um but here's the fun fact Hmm. that i've learned about life going to kenya yeah when you do something for someone else they overlook how you look because when i got to kenya i was a tourist Hmm. first Hmm. before i was a trans man
0: yeah
1: or before i was queer yeah i was a A tourist tourist, i was bringing in
0: Hmm, money. money yeah
1: so they needed to treat me with respect yeah. mm. because that was going to give them yeah. something and it shouldn't be like that yeah. but unfortunately it is that's mm. why a lot of us that are queer at your home they'll love you if you're mm. queer and you yeah. support the family but mm. they're not comfortable with an idea yeah. of you being gay mm. but they'll tolerate it because oh yeah. yeah. you bring something you bring something to the table mm. and it's a sad reality that as trans people as queer people will find ourselves in mm. that we need to do something or go beyond an extra mile so yeah. that we can be accepted mm. in spaces yeah. and it's one of the things that i've always said also um when someone asks me how are the parents how do they treat yeah. you I'm like i've never faced any mm. discrimination yeah um i don't know how parents feel about me sure, yeah but they don't care mm. I, I don't think they they really care because mm. if they do they would have raised it up yeah Even the kids. The Mm. kids have never said anything about Mm. it. So it makes me question how conditioned and Mm. how hurt we are as the queer community Mm. to always view ourselves as victims all the time. You see, those people, they don't even mind. Mm. They don't even care because I'm also helping their kids. So they need to be nice to me. Mm. But besides that, our relationship goes beyond just the child. Mm. That's where I get to understand that these people accept me for who I am so, yeah. even without telling them who I am mm. because we have a relationship with them. So for the queer community, I think we just need to look out for each other. So, yeah. That's the best way we mm. have right now. But unfortunately, we have leaders that are silent about what mm. is happening. Let's travel and be tourist first and sure. not queer. <laughs> <laughs> and not I be queer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love that. Uh, I've really just you've poured into my cup in many ways in mm. this interview but where people can reach you and reach sure. your work social media and all everything. of everything in yeah. the
1: streets you'll find me yeah. in the streets <laughs> with books <laughs> but you can find me on facebook it's mercury Guleko duma on instagram it's duma underscore literacy mm. underscore foundation and mm. then also you can reach us as the foundation on facebook the duma literacy foundation for me if you want to ask to speak a little bit more about the mind literacy kids books um queer whatever mm. you can contact me on 071 741 1603 please no weird six, just Strictly. Thank, you <laughs> <laughs> thank you for mentioning. Thank you for
0: mentioning that, Yo. Thank you so much for it's coming again for, for the time. Pleasure. Yeah. So, thanks uh, to all our listeners. Hopefully, um, you enjoyed the the episode and the conversation. Um, it's beautiful. It's worth listening again. Uh, and till next time. Bye. bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the second part of our interview with Mercury. Let's meet again next year with other informative and engaging interviews. So bye for now and be gentle with yourself over the festive season. This episode is made possible by the generosity of American Corner Piton respect, which is powered by the U.S. Embassy South Africa. Find them on Facebook and Instagram at U.S. Embassy SA. Views expressed here do not represent those of the American Corner or the U.S. Embassy South Africa. Please follow us on our social media pages. I am at Gossi underscore BCQ on Twitter and Gossie on Instagram. Also follow and subscribe and rate us on your preferred podcast platform.